0: All right, well, we appreciate you coming on with us today, John, to pay tribute to the loss of the great Bob Nalbanian. Um But yeah, before the, uh, we do that, I, I definitely want to talk a little bit about the All for One 40th anniversary tour that you got coming up uh, starting in March. Uh, you got 10 dates, I believe, in the UK. Yeah, and it's
1: I, I, up, to, up to 12, which isn't oh, bad 12. for the UK. Okay. I mean, back in the day, you could. Back in the day, I think we did 27 once, and there's not many people doing that in the UK these days. Mm-hmm. You know, you could be. You know, playing in one town and then playing 10 miles away in another town, that that doesn't happen. (laughs) (laughs) Twelve is is good. And, uh, you know, very positive reaction. We're looking forward to doing the All For One album in its entirety. Mm -hmm. And that'll be be a lot of fun because there's a couple of songs that were never played live. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, So we'll, we'll put them all together and... So, did you driving Mike out of his tree, learning them all before we go.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, are those now in order for people to know what songs you're going to be playing? They have to go to the show to obviously find that out, correct?
1: Well, it's the, the album plus uh, assorted odds and sods. Well, will you know, be okay. doing at least a couple from Metal City. And I mean, we just did, or uh, was it Wiped Out in the States hmm. last year, which was a blast. Mm-hmm. and very unusual because you're basically you know you do your sets and there's always like that five or six songs that are kind of perennial and maybe eventually you'll take one or two out and move them round but there's always going to be that cornerstone of the set and pretty much sure. for this it was like nah it's gone <laughs> 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 oh okay so your whole thing your, your pacing pretty much is out the window and right. luckily for us, you know, this is where back in the day, especially when you paste an album, I mean, we still do. Mm-hmm. And that's that serves you for doing that. If you're doing the album and it's in the, the correct order, it's paced. And um, mm-hmm. so that was half the battle.
0: Very cool. Very cool. Well, you know, speaking of all for one and, you know, and losses, obviously, you know, the record was out 40 years ago on, on the legendary Megaforce Records. And unfortunately, we've, we've seen, you know, um, two unfortunate passings of the, of the label's owners, Martian, Johnny, and Zuzulo over the last few years. Obviously, two really vital purveyors of metal music to the masses for, for decades. And then you guys, of course, Raven, you guys recently played the Celebration Show, this past forward with Metallica. Of course, sort of a reunion of sorts, I guess, for the legendary Kill 'Em All for One tour. Um, so tell us a bit about, I guess, how that show went and how really commemorative of an event that really must have been.
1: Uh, it went really well. Uh, it was the second apart from one more show of uh, last show of the tour that we'd done, mm-hmm. uh, but which was all you know pure chance the way it worked out. It was it, it worked out great. Uh, we were recording back in June, July, and we in Los Angeles at uh, Mike's place, at Make's Studio and the idea came up to hit up the metallica guys and say hey do you want to sit down and talk about the anniversary which is coming up this year now you know Mm -hmm. and james was very receptive and said, yeah i want to do this definitely want to do this so we went up we went into metallica hq set up a table cameras and sat down with james for like an hour shooting the breeze about all things uh anniversary related and it was it was really really great you know to to see those guys and know what they've went through know where they are and to know that they pretty much have their feet firmly planted on the ground Mm -hmm. it's a great thing it's very inspirational Mm -hmm. so at the end of that i just said hey uh by the way you know, if you ever have any opening slots, there's this little band (laughs) from Newcastle. be very interested. And he laughed and he said, where do you guys live now? I says, well, half the time I'm in Florida and my brother lives in Florida. He goes, coincidentally, we have a show coming up in Florida that hasn't been advertised yet. We'll let you know. Two weeks later, boom, you're in. Wow. And... Then we found out it was going to be done as an anniversary. Now, I think they've, they've done a show in this venue for a couple of years, like on a charity basis. Uh, and this was as well, I mean, I think the merch and everything went to charity. Uh, but they decided to make it for John and Marsha, which was uh, sure. obviously a brilliant idea. And we were very happy to to be in on it. And it was just like, you know, the stars aligned and all this worked out. It all came together. And it, it was it's a great venue, the uh, hard rock casino. It's like maybe seven thousand people, this giant, you know, like four or five balcony thing. Absolutely huge stage. Uh they treated us like gold, the crew were incredible, everyone there was incredible, and you know, John and Marsha's daughters were there, wow. uh, you know, Ricky, Danielle and Blair, and it was it was wonderful having them there. And it was just a, a great celebration. I mean, John, when John passed, that was another huge shock because literally like a week or two beforehand, I'd been talking to him on the phone. He was all, you know, what are you guys doing next? I love Metal City. It's the best thing you guys have ever done, blah, 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 blah. Um, And I'm just really happy that it was 2019 we got to play Orlando and they came down and we had dinner. And it was really good to, you know, square the circle on that. At least we got to see them before both of them did pass.
2: But It just just seems like, you know, and, and this will lead into Bob as well, it just seems like all of you guys that were there at the beginning, the Zazulas and you guys and Metallica and Rob Quintana and, you know, the whole collection of people, it it was such a, such a family that really never, despite whatever levels of fame, fortune, whatever you guys all had, y'all still stayed kind of together as a, as a metal family, man, which is a, which is a really impressive thing all these years later. No.
1: Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know that there's, there's very few you know like geographical places where they'll do that San Francisco is one all those people you know like you mentioned Ron and then Bob would be there and there's people I knew that lived in Chicago moved out that way and sure. I, it's a real family there all those the Bay Area band thing it, it really is it's a pretty special thing but uh, in the wider context yes everyone that was in at the beginning whether it was uh people starting fanzines in the states like bob uh bob muldowney on the east coast uh people doing fanzines and krang and all that in the uk metal mike and andre doing the thing with hard shock in holland uh you know the guys doing this in germany i mean forget about it but everyone had a part to play. Everyone was, you know, the reason why this music took off and got popular. And they, you know, they shouted it from the hilltops. You
0: know, mm-hmm. sure, <clears throat> yeah, no doubt. <clears throat> so, John, I mean, you know, the last time, <clears throat> excuse me, that uh, I had a pleasure really of seeing you guys live was with, um, with, with Bob Nalbandian here in San Francisco, it was about three, four years ago. Um, and of course, as we as you know, you've been kind of echoing here, you know, Bob's been a major champion of the band, especially here on the West Coast, obviously, um, even I believe even right before, you know, All for One came out. And I know he also continued champion you, know, you guys over the years, as I'm going to bring up something right here as evidence, too, is as, as the you know one of his original headbanger uh, magazine fanzines. Obviously, you guys are right down there as one of the features. Um, so, I mean, for, I mean, tell us about, I guess, your first time coming into contact with Bob and sort of your earliest memory of him when he was featuring, you know, Raven in the Headbanger and when all these fanzines started to kind of, you know, come up and really help all these bands. Uh, get. I noticed.
1: literally cannot remember the first time I met Bob. I I don't know if we met him on Kill em All, you know, at the, the Kill em All for one tour. There's so many people we ran into. And to be honest, a lot of those people I, I know from meeting them later on, you know. Okay. okay. People like, uh, I mean, I, I vaguely remember, I, I remembered Ron Quintana because we'd met him in, in Belgium. He'd come mm-hmm. over to Belgium. Okay. So okay. Bob, I'm, I'm not sure about that, but I definitely remember Bob, like in the 2000s when we started, you know, after Mark got over his accident we started touring again. And he'd always come up and want to do an interview and what's what you guys doing and i love this and blah 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 was just like i said just full of positive energy and always had a always had a laugh and a smile on his face you know i think sure. i think we've seen him when we played the dna lounge with uh diamond head mm-hmm. and i believe it was the park side is where you saw us yes i see it yeah the Parkside. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah absolutely
0: yeah
1: and uh, it's, it's always a pleasure playing that area because like I say, we've got this people have known for 30, 40 years. It's crazy.
2: Wow. Sure. Yeah. You know, you know, um, John, one of the things that we've both Matt and I, you know, we were really good friends with Bob obviously. And, um and we've known him for a long time and yet every single person that we've talked to, whether it's friends of his, you know, personal friends of his or rock friends of his or, guys that kind of blur that line like yourself, you know, you know, no matter who it is, everybody has the same story. He was, he was in it because he loved the music. He wasn't looking for anything. He wasn't looking to be famous. He didn't want his name in the credits or he didn't want attention. That's rare. And I, and I know, you know that I'm, I'm sure you, you've run into many, many a hanger on in the, in the years that you've been doing it. And then you got a guy like this, that self self, Leslie gave yeah, pretty totally much his whole life just, too.
1: Uh, wanted to just wanted to promote the music, wanted to you yeah. know tell the story. And I know he he did his movies, very well mm-hmm. received, you know, the LA Metal stuff and all that. It, it, it's brilliant, yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh it's just it's just a horrible shock. Uh and this is this sucks. This is the one part that really sucks about getting older is that uh, you know you're, you're reminded of your own mortality and because of that uh, you got to do the right thing you know mm-hmm. whatever you're doing max it out make the most of it treasure your friends and your family and right. just, just bear that horrible crap in mind you know don't right. let it no. rule your life as it you know it obviously didn't rule Bob's he soldiered on and did everything he could until, you know, till the battle was over. But uh, it's uh, take it as inspiration. You know, he he lived his life for for the better, you
2: know, for good. Exactly, and 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 that's what we've been trying to convince everybody of as well. Is that you know, there's so few people that truly can say this is what I wanted to do and I did it. And, you know, I I think that is kind of the positive ring that we could, not that there's anything really positive about Bob passing, but if you were to ask Bob today, did you accomplish what you wanted to accomplish? I think he would have said yes. I think he obviously would have was, I know he was happy with the, with the documentaries and I know he was happy with his relationships that he had with bands, not because they were famous bands or whatever, but because they were his friends and he wanted yeah. to be in that circle. And he really was. Yeah.
1: It, it, it definitely wasn't like a, a glory seeker hanging on type of thing. It was, uh, he genuinely liked the music and, you know, he, he made friendships because, uh, luckily enough in, in this business, uh, although some people may tell you different, the great majority of people in the barns and in the business are good people. Mm. True. There's there's very few out and out jerks, very few, you know, Mm -hmm. right. And we could probably pick them out of a hack very quickly.
0: (laughs) 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 Uh, Well, John, I appreciate you coming on and, and, you know, uh, saying some, some words about Bob, I guess obviously he was a huge fan of the band right to the end. And um, just before we wrap it up here, I mean, just if you have any like last words you want to say uh, to Bob or about him, uh, please do so. Um, as you know, um, like I said, I know he was Raven was always a, a band and you, you, especially as an individual was someone, you know, he, he definitely held dear to his heart yeah, and just- always talked about, you know, how, what a great guy you are. And, um, you know, just not just, like you said the band musically, but just you guys as people as well.
1: Yeah, I'm upset that I don't get to play our new album to him and get his reaction on that. So mm-hmm. I guess I'll have to play it real loud for him to hear it now.
0: <laughs> so,
1: get your headphones on, Bob. It's coming, it's coming real loud. <laughs> yeah, there we go. love you, we miss you, man. That's a shame. It's a great shame. Yeah. <laughs>